It's a sad, sad situation. Everything is getting so absurd. No life, no life. Everyone is quarantined because COVID-19 will never get any life again. Everything is dead in the end. And if we're not dead in reality, we're dying all inside. Oh, COVID-19 really sucks. Well, here we are, a special Sunday show. I got a cold, at least. Don't, don't think I have a fever. It's not a dry cough. I'm definitely stuffed up. Feels like a regular cold. I got a little thermometer here. Let's see what it says. I mean, last time I checked, I was fairly normal. I've gone out here and there, but, you know. You feeling hot, Frank? Not really. But just for everyone to see, I'm checking my temperature. Yeah, normal. 97.2. It's not bad. Definitely definitely keep an eye on that. As we speak, Frank, of course, the special edition on Sunday night of Allow Me to Be Frank. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, your least favorite person, uh, just announced that all the bar, all the restaurants are going to be closed in New York, uh, besides for takeout and delivery. <laughs> and yet the courthouse stays open because, you know, it's the courthouse they They've closed jury trials, though, uh, and I and I won't be surprised if it's closed very soon, anytime soon. I'm not going in because they don't want people in with with any type of sickness. I've got a cold. I I started feeling the effects of the cold on uh, on uh, Saturday. I felt that tickle on Friday, and I I took off just to make sure I could get grocery shopping done before anything else happened. I tried to get to stop and shop right. 45 fucking minutes just to get into the fucking store. <laughs> what is this, nightclub? And then they wiped out everything off the shelves. I mean, I'm talking everything. Frank, you said it last week. You said there was no big blizzard, so the media had to do something to get the shelves cleared. And then I finally get to stop and shop, which is fun, because, you know, uh, ShopRite's got the better sales. No doubt about it. They got the better selection of food. They have handicapped hot fries. I can't find handicapped fr hot fries anywhere. I'm pissed off. I need some handicapped hot fries. I might order a box on uh, Amazon if worse comes to worse. So what did you get, Frank, when you were stocking up at the store? Uh, almost everything I needed, except, uh, oh, yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. And I'm talking anywhere I go, I can't find a banana. Jeez, yeah, milk. Milk's been... Uh... I got. I, I don't need. I don't go through that much milk. I don't drink milk. I only use milk when I mix it in with like uh, mashed potatoes, hamburger helper, which, by the way, I'm eating. I'm canceling Lent this year. <laughs> I mean, what, what the fuck, this pope? We got. We, we got a fraudulent pope. I mean, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck them, you know. I mean, good God. I mean, of course, this guy does nothing about the pedophilia, but God forbid. He wants to see the markets collapse so he can get his socialism. Oh, jeez. Frank, what would you eat on Friday? Did you have hamburger helper for your uh, your Lent meal? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was good. I still had my fish sticks. You had fish sticks? Yeah, I had some nice uh, fish fillet sandwiches yesterday with uh, with some coleslaw on them and cheese. Do you know, do you, do you know I, I, I tried the uh, KFC donut chicken sandwich tonight? Yeah, I watched the KFC. That. Yeah, I watched that review, Frank. Tell us, tell us a little about that. It was all right. I, it, it's something that's good, but it's not something I would go crazy over. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a donut. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, chicken tender on a donut. Yeah, that's kind of a weird combination. It, I, it is a weird combination. 
Did you like it, the two tastes together? It was okay. It was okay, but it's not something I go crazy over. And then someone, like, like 20 minutes ago, I get, like, a knock on my window, and it's fucking Domino's sitting outside my window. Someone fucking ordered Domino's. <laughs> someone ordered it in, for you, Frank? Or it yes. was a strong hat? That's funny. Did they pay for it, at least? I, I guess so. It was true DoorDash. Uh, they didn't, the guy didn't ask for any money. I got... I got a bottle of Sprite uh, and some chicken-like tender things with it. That's now, awful. I'm not hungry because I just finished the, the KFC, but I'm drinking the Sprite. <laughs> that's great, Frank. That, that's, that's a nice uh, – that's really a nice gift there. I mean, I, I, I guess I could uh, save it for later, put it in the fridge, and heat it up later uh, sometime later. But, yeah, someone ordered me a damn pizza. I don't know why. <laughs> Someone's looking out for you, I guess, uh, you know, during the quarantine. Uh, but, yeah, because I went to go – well, because I, on Friday, the only thing I really couldn't – that I wanted, I couldn't get was the uh, the uh, entree de bay, which is like this uh, chicken – to make the chicken pastina soup. And and uh, to, know, to know that we're surrounded by Italians over here and uh, the – they used to call – this is, used to call the uh, – like, like the uh, – like the, the real Italian triangle here, the Paisan triangle of uh, Belleville, Bloomfield, and Nutley. Yep. So uh, even though I'm in Clifton, where I ended up for a stop and shop with the with the robot walking around with his uh, with his like St. Patrick's Day clothing on, <laughs> or a sticker on there, I should say. And the meats, the meats are definitely being uh, taken care of. The, the meats, there's hard to get any meat out there. But you go down to pasta and soup section, empty shelves everywhere. Well, stop and shop in my town was uh, meat and eggs on Friday morning. We're all gone. So then my mom went to ShopRite, and uh, they had everything. And luckily, they're running low. Everyone's buying milk in, in like, mass amounts. But, like, milk goes bad. And everyone's buying like, <clears> five <throat> gallons at a time. Like, you ever, you, you ever go to like, uh, you ever go to store after a blizzard or, or before a blizzard? Everyone's buying milk. It's like, like milk is going out of style. Ridiculous! It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, we gotta. So it's panic buying. It's panic buying, and pe- and the fucking media is is a total jo- a joke. The media has just created a a a thunderstorm, made this thing ten times worse than it probably is. Now I understand that that, that the people are highly contagious. They want to try to contain this because they don't know if it's going to be like uh, going to run ravage like Italy did. That's what they're trying to avoid. They're trying to avoid, you know, what happened in Italy. And, like, if anything comes close to what happened, Italy keeps warning us that, you know, the worst is yet to come. And that but, what happened. But keep in mind, keep happen, mind but... Italy is Italy. And, and, and then all these people that want socialized medicine. Italy's got socialized medicine. And, and everything's fucked up in Italy. And it's gotten to the point where, like, they don't have enough beds. And, like, they're deciding on who to let live and who to let die, which is, like, pretty, you know, depressing, obviously. Like, that I hope that I really hope that it doesn't come and pray that it doesn't come to that. Over here, uh, I, I, I'm still convinced that we're gonna. This is gonna be half as bad as people say it's gonna be. Let's hope so. Let's hope that these precautionary measures, <clears throat> you know, these I lockdowns mean, and everything. Let's let's hope that that it works. Let's hope that. Let's I mean, hope I'm, that I'm basically gonna try to stay inside as much as I can. You should. Just cold. With this cold, I and I and I think it's just cold. I don't think I have it. Frank, you I, know what I. You know what I think it is? I think it's seasonal allergies. Everything's starting to bud, and I see you rubbing your eyes and itching and, and stuff. Oh, it's, and I get them. It, it sounds like that's hitting you because I've, I've been bothered by it, too, the last couple of days. My nose has been really, uh, you know, runny and dry. and uh, My nose you is know, runny, and I have a cough, and it's and it's a it's not a bad cough. It's got a little bit of phlegm with it, which I think is, uh, they said that's not uh, COVD. There's no phlegm in mucus with that. Well, they don't call you Frank Fleming for nothing. I mean, it's it's, it's a which ball. Uh, the COVID is like a dry cough. The dry cough, yes. <clears throat> which again, go... like allergies like that, also can cause a dry cough too. Like it's just it's that time of year. Yeah, and of course, uh, if you go coughing in a in public right now, you're gonna probably cause a mass panic. It's like uh, be like uh, yelling uh, fire in a uh, crowded theater. Yeah, seriously. Well, so like the problem is like this is just super contagious by you know mass big crowds of people is you know what continues to spread it there's about 10,000 new cases a day uh the cdc frank actually just announced tonight that they recommend that gatherings of 50 plus people for the next eight weeks you know be not be a thing 
Like they don't want fifty plus people for the next eight weeks. And this you know, is ridiculous. I, I, the CD, the, the CDC, I think is is just they don't want fifty plus people around anymore. Anyway, anyway, they want us to be to live like uh, Greta Thornburg. Nothingness. Well, you know the thing is, like that means that baseball season probably won't start until mid to late May. It means no. That probably means no playoffs in hockey and baseball, basketball. Yeah, I don't know. Mark Cuban thinks that it's going to be pushed into August, the season, but then it's going to affect next season, probably a late start. But honestly, there should be a later start in like basketball and hockey and stuff. Those seasons are way too long, and you yeah. know we have we have as long as football season starts on time, which like you hope it'd be resolved by then. Um, the thing is, oh. Frank, did you hear that? You heard that uh, someone in the Yankees minor league system got it right, and that they're all quarantined now. All the Yankees. No, just the minor leaguers, oh. but the entire like minor league system is quarantined right now. Yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's I guess what Rob Manfred would say too, since he doesn't care about the minor leaguers. I mean, honestly, this is something that's fatality rate is so three percent is not that much. Well, and most of these people that are dying are over eighty. Years old. I know it's bad. I know it's contagious. But you know what? Someone gets it. They get it. They'll get he. They'll get cured. Yeah. The prop. Well, Rudy Gobert actually sent out a video today too, and he's he's recovering well. <laughs> he just said like, don't touch your face. Like, you know, wash your hands repeatedly. Like, practice social distancing and take it seriously. He's like, I didn't, and I wish I went about it a different way. But I hope everyone learns from me. And uh, yeah, that's right. Like, if you're healthy, you're fine. It's just the problem is the mass spread rate. That there's about the fact that there's. <laughs> The fact that there's like ten thousand new cases a day is really concerning because it's really it's spreading like wildfire. Well, did, did, there's no accurate number of how many people have it in the United States yet. No, but if you follow the Worldometer, there's a coronavirus um, section on on the site, and and that's what has the number of cases. About close to eighty thousand people have recovered. Um, I believe the death toll is around probably sixty five hundred now, maybe a little less. Uh, as of today, it had just reached over six thousand, but you know it's 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 been moving fast. You know, but it's still but it's still only fast. like like it's only like a three percent death rate. So it's yes, not like yes, yes. But the cases, the amount of cases. What? Let me see. Let me let me let me pull it up. So it's not like it. it, it you're gonna get if you get it, you're gonna recover in, in all likelihood. Yes, but it's still good. The social distancing and yeah, I think well, that, you just gotta be safe, Frank. I think that what happened this week is like everyone realized. Okay, like. The governors and the mayors and everything, people aren't taking this seriously because everyone's still flocking to the bars. Everyone's going out. No one's taking it seriously. And that's when they started closing the restaurants and bars and stuff and said, you know what? No, you guys can't go here. You need to go out of your house as little as possible and be in big groups as little as possible. Like, we're not going to cut off your food and, like, take out and stuff. But, like, you guys cannot go out to eat. You can't go out and socialize for a couple weeks. Like, you just need to, like, distance yourself from people so this slows down and we can get a grip on this. So right now, actually... The amount of corona. So as of Friday, Frank, there was 144,000 cases globally. As of tonight, on Sunday night, it, there's 169,561 corona cases. There's 6,500 deaths, like I said today. There was just above 6,000 today. So there's 500 people, over 500 people have died globally today in the world. Um, 77,753 have recovered. <laughs> and of course, China's never going to tell you the truth to what's happened. No, of course not. It, and the thing is, there's 85,292 active cases right now. 79,000 are in mild condition. That's 93%. Mm. 5,900, that's 7% are serious or critical. And then closed cases, there's 84,000. 77,000 have recovered. And then 6,500 6, have died, of course. I mean, it, I, I mean it, what are you going to do? I mean, this is really terrible. Yeah, I guess all we can do is just maybe. maybe and I'm just so tired of it. it. Sucks. Be prepared that we might have an Italy type lockdown <sighs> with only restaurants and farm. I mean, pharmacies and grocery stores, and then I guess maybe takeout open <sighs> for a couple weeks, and just hope that you know it works, and then we get sports back soon. Because, like Frank, how are you coping with sports being gone? Oh, horribly. I'm trying to work on my website, and that's about it. Well. I mean, at least, luckily, we have a glimmer of no normalcy, normality, should I say, tomorrow, with the tampering period of free agency beginning. God, I hate the NFL at this point, you know, and, and just, ugh. The thing is, they were, there was some concern, I spoke to some sources around the league who said, 
there might be some delay with, with free agency, at least when there was some speculation that there could be, because they have to go in and see those teams' doctors to pass the physical for the deal to be official. Be that as it may, everyone is saying that the league year will start uh, on time. They agreed to a new CBA, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. But, Frank, your boy Ryan Trashahill just signed it, got paid today, signed a huge long-term extension to re-sign with the Tennessee Titans, $118 million. What are your thoughts on that? Well, he's, he better – you should give uh, 10% of that money to Derek Fisher. Or uh, whatever the fuck, Fish. What, Derek Henry. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I'm just like, yes, he Frank, he deserved that deal, but at the same time, you know, one he had he had torn his ACL. He has the injury issues, the knee issues. Two, is he really going to be as good as he was last year ever again? <clears throat> like you, you signed that deal with the inclination that he's going to get better. What do you think? Do you think that he'll ever get be better than last year? No. Especially too, they need. They're probably going to tag Derrick Henry and then try and reach a long term deal with him. If Derrick Henry leaves, what are they going to do? Like he's not. Oh fuck! This is what they're going to say. Seriously, like here I it mean, is. They have this new thing. Due to five hands, wash them. Elbows, cough into them. Face, don't touch. Feet, three feet apart. Feel sick, stay home. Well, I have this cough, so I'm. I'm going to I I would normally go in if I felt like this but you know everyone's in just this state of just like uh array and who knows they keep saying that they're thinking about closing the courthouse but it doesn't uh, but it seems like that 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 for some reason they just want to let everyone get sick first yeah I think they're probably waiting for that for a case to happen whatever happened with that guy in the in the jury no word they're not going to tell you. That's the problem. So, Frank, de Blasio did say, he said, restaurants can only serve takeout and delivery starting Tuesday. Um, and then he will sign executive order tomorrow. I guess, yeah, this is basically like, he said, mm-hmm. nightclubs, nightclubs, mm-hmm. movie theaters, small theater houses, mm-hmm. and concert venues, mm-hmm. all closed. This is his dream come true. <laughs> he wishes it was like this every day anyway. Yeah, I just, like, I'm very curious to see, like, everyone keeps warning that it's going to get worse, but, like, what's really going to happen? Like, I, just... I, I You know, it's just ridiculous. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, I bought HBO this week, so, like, I'm ready. I'm prepared to, like, start binge-watching some shows. We don't have sports, but I am excited about free agency, of course, because the Giants have a ton of money to spend, and I'm excited to see them bring in some, you know, some, some key players to, you know, improve the defense, and then we can start... Then we can start focusing on the draft after free agency. The Dolphins have like the most cap space in the league, but like, are they even going to be spenders this offseason? They they should be, but I don't know. They're not really an attractive destination. What do you think? Like Frank, as as a football fan, like, do you get excited at all for free agency or no? Because like, you just feel like the Dolphins never do anything. No, the, the, we haven't. We haven't uh, we haven't been good in so long. I just 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 have no interest. Who's the last big free agent the Dolphins signed? Well, they've, they they went Brent Marshall. That was a pretty big one. That's right. That's and Dominic right. Sue. That was a pretty big one. That didn't work out. They traded for Kiko Kiko Alonso. I mean, they really haven't done. They they they've done it over the years, but they've none of them worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That must be depressing. The Giants actually had stole their star player, Olivier Vernon, in 2016. The Dolphins signed him to a transition tag, and the Giants offered him a five-year, $85 million deal, and the Dolphins said, see you later. And, uh, you know, that was actually a smart move by them, by the Dolphins, to let him go. He had one really good year, and then really he was never. Uh, Yeah, we never read it and miss him. Nope. Frank, I want to talk to you about uh, the new CBA agreement. What do you think? You know, it's going to be one. These players are just not going to be happy. For They're going to be pissed. They're going to, there's going to be a lot of people just not happy. So the thing is, it's a 17-game regular season with only one bye week, correct? I believe there's only one bye week. And then now I there's seven. So. 
Now there's seven playoff teams. So we might start seeing some seven and nine, eight and eighteen. Definitely. I don't think we'll see that. I don't think we'll see that. I think some years it might happen. Seven teams per conference. It will be rare. It will be rare. But still, you're gonna see cases like the twenty ten Seahawks when Marshawn Lynch had that crazy run against the Saints and they upset them in the wild card. Which it'll be cool to see upsets like that, but like still. You know. And I'm not even with six teams, there was times where ten teams didn't make the playoffs. Ten and six teams didn't make the playoffs. The twenty ten New York Giants were ten and six, did not make the playoffs. The two thousand seven Cleveland Browns were ten and six, did not make the playoffs. The twenty fifteen New York Jets uh, were ten and six and did not make the playoffs. So yes, I believe ten wins should get you in the playoffs, and and this new this new uh, playoff bracket w- will probably pretty much ensure that. So, and then and then of course the salary cap is going to go way up. I think to a believe I believe around like two hundred eighty million or something like that, which is good because look like Ryan Tannehill is getting twenty nine million dollars a year. Like quarterback Dak's going to get like close to forty. Like you got to <laughs> it's either you got to take quarterbacks off the off the salary cap. Or you just need to up the salary cap, and they chose the latter. Yeah, you know, there's a few things that I think that the players should have held out for. One, I think it would have been that second bye week, and two, to get the quarterbacks off the salary cap. Yeah, but I guess, um, you know, raising the salary cap kind of eliminates that, you know, having to get them off. You know, it kind of it makes up for that, for their high salaries, their inflated salaries, I should say. Um, yeah, so... That is where we're at right now. Um, there was also, besides the Tannehill signing, there was also a um, a little trade that went on today. The Jacksonville Jaguars actually traded Calais Campbell to the Ravens. <clears throat> for, Boy, for the Ravens fifth, could be something next year. Yeah, for a fifth-round pick. He's still a really good player. He's 34, but he's going to be expensive, but he's really good. He's still really good. <clears throat> You know, there was actually, Frank, want to hear what annoys me, though, like about like all the, the fans and stuff on Twitter? Giants fans were complaining that Dave Gettleman didn't make that trade. Like, how the fuck do you know? Like, the offer wasn't there for the Giants, clearly. Like, it was between the Ravens and the Jaguars. Maybe he called Calais Campbell if he knew he was available, but one, he's 34, and two, he's going to cost $15 million a year. Like, the Giants have the money, but the they Giants just— The Giants are rebuilding. They don't need to do that move. Exactly, exactly. And the fans are just complaining because he's a name. Like, if you stop and think about it for a second rationally, like, the move did not make sense for the Giants to make it. It makes sense for the Ravens, like. Yeah, because that, that could be the last piece the Ravens need. Exactly, exactly. And that's what happens when you're in win-now mode, not rebuilding. So, everyone want to bash them for it. Someone actually, uh, literally, a, a, I'm not going to name any names, but this this kid who's, like, the founder of some Giants outlet that's, like, kind of not legit, but, like, it's it's decent, you know, whatever. It's it's decently well-known, at least on Twitter. It's actually tweeted today that Dave Gettleman can't be trusted. This is why Dave Gettleman can't be trusted, because he didn't make a trade like that. Like, come on, man. Like, you're really going to try and be, like, a reporter and then kind of spew that bullshit? Like, come on. I just think that that's ridiculous. That's why I said, oh, really, so we can't trust third the other 30 GMs in the league? For not making that trade? Like, come on. Give me a break. People are ridiculous. They just don't think. They don't think. No. They they, 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 they think it's fantasy football. Exactly. Or Madden. And the Giants need a lot more than Clay Campbell. Yeah, they do need a lot more than Clayus Campbell. Um, I think that I, I'm. this is why I'm so excited. Because most of the deals get done tomorrow in the tampering period. And then within the next two days, you know, like the most amount of free agent moves are literally in the first couple of days, at least the big ones. Um, I think Byron Jones is going to be a giant tomorrow. I hope they're going to announce it. I think that Byron Jones for $16 million a year, Marcus Golden maybe on a re-signing, Leonard Williams re-signing for the right price, and Kyle Van Noy, and I'll be happy with that. And maybe a center, honestly. And then, of course, I want Isaiah Simmons, the Clemson linebacker, to be the Giants' first-round pick. They're talking about the draft. Uh, I'm pretty sure they already canceled in Vegas. Yep. Or at least the, the hotels were canceling. So the draft's going to be digital. But, like, whatever. Like, we, that's all we need. Like, we just need, like... The draft is going to be... It's going to be uh, Roger Goodell's dream. Nobody's going to boo me! Yeah, but we don't need we don't even need to see Goodell. Like we just want to see the picks. 
you know. And the number one pick is, and you see Roger Goodell smiling. There will be no host. It'll be just Roger Goodell. Huh. He doesn't have the personality for that. We need like Rich Eisen and, and uh... Uh, uh, no Tony Romo. Just Roger Goodell. Ooh, he's a good pick. I would love if Romo did it, because, like, Romo actually knows what he's talking about. <clears throat> I bet you they're going to pick a quarterback. <laughs> he's, that's the thing. Romo would guess every single pick in the draft. <laughs> Woo! I got it right! Woo! And then Mad Dog would, uh, Mad Dog complains about Romo all the time. He goes, Tony, for Christ's sake, just let me watch the game! <laughs> oh, God, everything sucks, doesn't it? Yep. Oh, and here's another one. Here's actually someone who uh, who writes for the Giants uh, for one of these sites, not like a beat reporter, but yet with the Calais Campbell trade, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, Frank. He goes, yet the dumb Giants gave the Jets two draft picks, one a third rounder and the other likely a fourth for Leonard Williams. Shows you how to, out of touch New York Giants are right now. Like, come on. Everyone just picks a reason to whine. Like, enough. Like, who cares? Like, let's wait to see what they do during free agency this week. And I'm really excited about, you know, players. <clears> up. <throat> Frank, the thing with the players and the agents, like, I, I know some player agents around the league. Like, they know where the money is, obviously. Like, they know the Giants have some good stuff to offer. They have a high cap rate. Like, they know they're going to get a really one of the richer deals if they, if they sign with the Giants. Like, they want – they're talking to the Giants. Like, they they know. Like, that's that's top of the list for some of these – Free agents, like especially like Kyle Van Noy, who used to play for Joe Judge in New England. Like, I guarantee you, he's probably going to be a giant. I could see him and Byron Jones being a giant, and then maybe them bringing back Leonard Williams and possibly Marcus Golden. I know Marcus Golden wants to stay here. I've talked to I've talked to his side, and uh, and 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 there's definitely there's mutual interest, but Marcus Golden really wants to be here. So, I'm excited about that. What do you think the Jets are going to do? You think they're going to get Ryan Conklin or someone like that? I think you Art can see Cooper. the Jets. A lot of free agents don't want to go to the Jets because they know that uh, uh, the which call is an asshole. Adam Gase. Yeah. I honestly think though that Amari Cooper and Sam Darnold would be a good, uh, a very good tandem. But uh, Robbie Anderson really wants to stay here. He he had said that um, he had said that they are already talking apparently. So we could see him coming back, which I think I kind of think would be a mistake. Like he's. Top three in the league in yards of uh, touchdowns of over 30 yards or more. But, like, the guy can't run routes. He literally just runs straight fly patterns. And, like, yes, he could burn the tops off defenses, but, like, he's not – he doesn't do much else besides that. And, like, if you have him in fantasy, I know a lot of pissed-off fantasy owners who picked him up and had to drop him because he disappears. So, yeah. But but we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited tomorrow, so we'll, we'll – we just got to, you know, wait and – you know, hopefully it brings us some joy, you know, some, some, like, just, like, give us a normal week of sports. Like, after what happened last week, like, I can't believe it. Like, I'm just tired of this. I, I want to get back to the games. I'm tired of it. Well, Frank, can you believe that they just outright canceled March Madness and didn't, like, try and postpone it? That just pisses me off. Like, I just don't understand, like, why not try and just, like, push it back? Like, and I'm pissed, too, because, like, Seton Hall had, like, a great team. And, like, Miles Powell's college career ended. Like, we didn't even get to see a Big East tournament. Like, you know what the, you know the, the, the truth is? What? Lawyers caused this. Everyone's afraid of lawsuits. Of lawsuits, yes. Yes, we've heard that one. But, I mean, Rudy Gobert was kind of, like, the example. He was like he. I think he kind of was like, and and even Tom Hanks, like they were kind of like the wake up calls of like people like, oh shit, like this isn't good. Like you know, finally, like the, the athletes, like once it got to the athletes, it was like, all right, no more. Like we can't risk any more of this happening. Like it's just like not a good situation, and it's really something that we've never even experienced. Like nothing close. Like. My lifetime, your lifetime, like you need. It. And the thing is, it's it, it, it. We don't know when it's going to end. That's the that's the worst part of it. Yeah, and that's why we're going to have to probably be on lockdown. Like that's why everyone keeps warning that the Italy Italy's warning us, saying, "Yeah, like you guys, like you don't know what's about to come." Like 
we had thought this two weeks ago, we thought we were fine. And then, you know, started things started getting shut and shut down here and there. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden it just hit its peak. <laughs> so, so Frank, uh, at least one bright spot is you still have hot dogs. They might've taken away your sports, but we know you still have hot dogs. I heard you, uh, spent some time at Rutt's hut yesterday. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was just out. Someone said they were going there. I said, oh, you know what? Why don't I go meet them there? Hmm. So we'll see how that uh, well, that went pretty well. And, you know, it's just just uh, I'm just just so de- it's demoralizing and depressing. Yeah, but I get it. But at least you know, at least you got to hang out. You who'd you go with? You hung out with John? Yeah, yeah. And then you guys got to hang out and get some hot dog. What what'd you get from Rutside? Uh, I got just uh, three rippers and uh, the, uh, and with the hot dog and the fries of the gravy. The three rippers and the fries of the gravy. I gotta go. You know, I've never been to Rut's Hut. You have never been to Rut's Hut. You gotta be kidding me. Nope, never. I mean, that's the yeah, iconic place. I know. I've never. I've literally never been there though. You know, three straight years, it's been voted the number one hot dog place in America. I'm fully aware. And I'm fully aware also they only accept cash too, right? Only accept cash. Yep. No money, no ca- no credit cards. Do they have an ATM there? Yes. I guess they kind of need to. Not going to turn away business. <laughs> yeah, they have an ATM. Frank, I'm looking at this uh this tweet that Nick put out on our pod account and uh we have a ton of ask the tank questions. You want to? Uh, you want? Yeah, let's start going with that. We uh, we were halfway through. Yeah, let's roll, let's roll into it. Um, so of course your buddy Curtis Ward said, "What's Frank doing to keep himself entertained?" He said, "Additionally, what is his favorite TV show of all time and movie of all time?" Oh well, probably movie of all time would probably Empire Strikes Back. Uh, TV show Seinfeld, and uh, I'm just what turning around, finding whatever I can to watch, and working on my website. Frank, do you use like, yeah, you have Frank, you have HBO, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and you were really into Game of Thrones too, weren't you? Uh, I didn't watch it until last year. I yeah, binged you, it and watched the last season. You watched the entire series, though, right? Yeah. And what did you think? Obviously, you didn't like the last season, but what did you think of the seasons one through seven? Were still pretty good, though. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, uh, the Red Wedding was uh, was uh, exceptional. Uh, I just think they didn't know what they were doing and what to do after that last uh, after the night the uh, went the long night. Yeah, I just think it was it was rushed because the writers wanted to go do you know other things and like you know they were on tight deadlines. Um, but like seasons one through six, especially the Battle of the Bastards, the ending of season six was was yeah. probably the best. That was probably like. Everyone and they was... just didn't know what they just didn't know what to do. They did not know what to do after. After the after they killed the, uh, the the Night King, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Frank, it's interesting you say Empire Strikes Back is your favorite movie of all time. I heard a lot of people like didn't like that when they first saw it because like they said it was too dark. Yeah. Well, i I'd say I'd say Empire Strikes Back and and uh, Return of the Jedi are probably my my favorites. Um, what Frank? What's your favorite mafia movie? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. If you could get rid of one of these iconic mafia movies, let me name them. Godfathers 1 and 2, Casino, Goodfellas, and A Bronx Tale. You have to get rid of one. Which one are you getting rid of? And why? I maybe get rid of uh, Casino. Yeah, that's. I feel the same way. Casino's pretty. Casino's really long, and like it's pretty graphic. Like when when uh, when Pesci stabs the guy in the neck with the pen. Yeah. That was disgusting. I did not. I was not a fan of that scene. Cause it's like, could you imagine getting stabbed with a pen like that? That would suck. So we do have a ton more of ask the tank questions. This is the most we've ever gotten. Uh, Brick Flair once says, "Can you do a live Periscope?" He said, I love those. I guess that's not really a question. It's more of a request. So well, right, now, right now, I'm not doing periscopes. It's not the periscope. Although I'm thinking about maybe uh, 
periscoping some sports movies. That'd be interesting. For example, uh, uh, you know what movie I think was, is, I mean, you know what movie pisses me off? And a lot of people like it. That stupid rookie idiot movie. <laughs> With Henry Rodengarder? Yes. First off, you have to deal with watching fucking Bobby Bonilla, which pisses me off enough. And then you have uh, the Met Slugger that looks like that looks like fucking me. Across between me and uh, John Crock over there, can't swing at anything. <laughs> Swings at anything. But the thing I don't get is when uh, Henry loses the ability to throw the fastball, he drops the ball on the mound and then gets the guy running between the bases. That's a fucking balk. <laughs> if right. you drop the ball on the mound, it is a balk. <laughs> it is nothing. The guy advances a base. It's a balk. I actually saw that happen to the Mets. I think Turk Wendell once uh, doing his like uh, antics on the mound one time had the ball slip out of his hand and fell on the mound. Jeez. And it's a balk. Did you pick up on that the first time you watched that, or is that something? Yes, you... yes, it is. It, it it's a balk. It's a balk. If you drop the ball on the mound, it's a balk. <laughs> Knowing you, Frank, that like totally t- probably turned you off to the movie like right away. That did right there. <laughs> it, it, it's it's fucking joke. It's a balk. Did you see that movie in the movie theater, or is that something you? Uh... I've never watched that in the theater. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like if you were in the theater, you'd start like. <laughs> I feel like you'd be pretty pissed off and probably yell, be yelling in the audience. I actually never watched that movie for years. I didn't actually see it until I saw it like on TV one day. Well, I wasn't even born when it came out, so I wasn't born until I believe it came out in 1993. I'm born three yeah. years after that, but yeah, um, while the Mets were in the midst of a hundred loss season. Yep, the worst team money could buy. 92, of course, but yep. around the time. Yep, Bobby Bonilla. But yep. yeah, so it's a balk. That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah. Well, obviously they didn't have the the big baseball experts working on that movie. Obviously, they should have. But oh, also his stepdad was like the real jerk and like tries to become his manager. That's uh, the the jerk lawyer who Tony was buying the Tony Soprano was buying yeah. the uh, the beach house from. He goes, I know we had an agreement. I'm sorry about your divorce. He goes, or no, he goes, he goes, we have a legally binding contract. And Tony goes, I'm sorry. He goes, but I'm not buying your house. <laughs> and then he like like played that late and uh, had that like uh, the loud uh, uh, nightclub act of the yeah. uh, <laughs> Dean Ma- Dean Martin on his boat. He had little Paulie and Benny go out on the Stugats and uh, and blast it. That's fucking Goomba trash. <laughs> that guy like plays the asshole like in every like he's so good at it. <clears throat> Always does. He goes, I have partners, Mr. Sobrano. And he goes, that's great. He goes, I'm not buying the house. That's so funny. He goes, a hair on my head gets touched. And he goes, he goes, and the police, the authorities will know where exactly where to go. He's like, there's a paper trail leading back to you. He's like, Tony, he like was so scared that like Tony was going to kill him. Well, like, you don't mess around with him. Um, that's something, too, that I'll probably – I'm sure I'll probably start. I always watch The Sopranos, but I'll probably re- start the series from the beginning again. I don't know about you. Would you consider binge-watching The Sopranos again? I don't know what I'll watch. I'm going to try to f- do something. I don't, fr- Frank, like, that's like a show that – it's an all-time classic. It's an all-time great, and like it would definitely take up a lot of your time. And like, I got the DVDs, so I don't even have to – well, you don't even use DVDs anymore, but I have all the DVDs on The Sopranos. Sheesh, yeah. Well, you could just, <laughs> you could just use HBO. Yep. Well, I brought the DVDs 10 years ago, so didn't know this would happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so our other Ask the Tank questions, there's a couple more. Tim Daly wants to know, Frank, and I don't know what your answer is going to be here, and I hope I – don't, I don't know what I would say about this, but, Frank, let's hear what you have to say. Is Jason Tatum a, a top-five NBA player? No. Do you have a top five? Current top five, I would go um, LeBron, Giannis, 
AD, James Harden. Why? And uh, who will be the fifth one? Could probably Kawhi Leonard or Luka Doncic. I'd go Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and I guess Luka, I'd say would probably be six this year because yeah, I'd go. I in the next five, I'd go Luka, Westbrook, Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young, and I might slick the uh, slade uh, Tatum in the uh, in the next five. He's budding into a superstar. He's he's. I really... mean Durant. Durant, when he's back healthy, will be in that uh, will be in that in that conversation too. Durant's like one A, one B. Him and LeBron, like Durant is so good. Yeah. What about, where, where's Kyrie on that list? I don't know if I can put him in the top ten. He's when he's healthy and wants to play, he could be. But that doesn't seem to happen too often. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to think of like outright superstars. Devin Booker has the potential to be. Definitely be yeah. top five one yeah, day. Yeah, he does. He does. I would say he's top 20, maybe top 25. He's been hurt, though, a lot, too. Yeah. But then it's like, where do you put, like, a healthy Steph Curry and, like, Clay Thompson? Yeah, yeah. It's a Stars League. You know, it always has been. Even Chris Paul has been really good this year. That's why you notice how good the Thunder are? Yeah. Remember, we had I, – I did the poll the other day about – uh. What's the sport where managing slash coaching matters the least? And I think it's basketball. It has to be basketball. I think it's basketball, not for just the fact that, yes, they do have to call out, draw out plays and make in-game you know, calls and stuff like that. But when you have guys like Durant and LeBron and Giannis, they're basically coaches on the floor. You just let them yeah. do their things, and they make people around them better. Exactly. That's the thing. You have so many guys like uh, – like look at like um, – Billy Donovan deserves credit, what he did with OKC, how they're still good. But, like, look like Steve Kerr, like, he was apparently a genius, greatest coach of all time. He's a great basketball mind, yes. And he was a hell of a smart player when he played, too. But, like, look, like, they don't have Curry, and they don't have Klay Thompson, and they don't have Durant. Like, and they've been a disaster. Yes, exactly. And now they have Wiggins. And they, have, <clears throat> they have Wiggins, and they have – did wait, D'Angelo Russell got traded, didn't he? Yes. Where the hell is he now? Tim- oh, he's on the Timberwolves. Oh, and they traded, traded for, for, it was Wiggins for It was Wiggins for Russell. For Russell, that's right. Wiggins stinks, though. I'd rather, honestly, I'd probably rather have Russell. Wiggins isn't a shooter. He's can an some, athlete. Can, can somebody explain to me the Minnesota Timberwolves? Well, now everyone's back on the call. Anthony Towns train again. He, they're saying he's like a top 10 player this Overrated. year. Overrated. Yeah, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big cat fan. You know... Uh, I'm tired of excuses for him. I mean, he should be a he should be a top five player. He's got top five talent, but he just doesn't seem to ever, ever live up to expectations. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's having a good year this year, but you know, it is what it is. Are are, are we ever? He's he's actually he's been in one of the top players in the league category this year. He he is he is he you know he's he's been like a star. He's he's an all star this year. I'm pretty sure too. But the uh, Timberwolves just do not win enough for me. I mean, they're not even they're, 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 <sighs> Frank. Frank, Carl Anthony Towns is averaging a double double this year, and he's twenty. He's averaging twenty six and a half points per game. He's shooting fifty percent. Uh, he has ten point eight rebounds per game. Yeah, but why are the uh, Timberwolves twenty games below five hundred all the time? Because of the teams around him, <sighs> the players around him, I should say. He's really he he is he has launched to stardom this year. He, <sighs> Yeah, to me, it just he's never been as good as I expected. Yeah, I, I believe – I think that he hadn't touched his full potential yet. I think this is, his performance this year is like what people thought he was going to be. Oh, and then where do you put like Embiid and Simmons? Would you even put them in the top 25? I mean, I know they're both hurt. Yeah, I'd probably put them in the top 25. Christ, the Timberwolves are 19 and 45. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I yeah, yeah, I, I could that. I mean, they're atrocious. The the uh, yeah, the war the Warriors are gonna get a top pick. They're yeah. gonna end up getting the number one pick. Watch them win the lottery, and then they have a healthy Curry. They have a healthy Clay Thompson. They they have Andrew Wiggins. They have yeah, and they'll bounce back. Like, they'll be they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, they'll be uh, a top team again next year. Draymond Green, exactly, exactly. This is honestly like you could say it was a conspiracy because, like, <laughs> well, Clay Thompson, the uh, legitimately tore his knee, and then uh, 
when uh, Curry broke his hand and they went in the tank with him out, they didn't even rush, they didn't need to rush him back. Barry McCockner literally tweeted, you know that account, Barry? He's like the troll account. He's a yeah. sex troop lover. He tweeted the funniest thing uh, a week ago or something. I saw it and it was Steph Curry literally has missed more time than Jason Pierre Paul, who blew his hand off. <laughs> like that, that was hilarious. And it's very true. Like he's right. And then, of course, the quarantine Utah Jazz are the four seed right now. They're 41 and 23. But, uh, but at this rate, like, are we even going to see NBA? Like they already said, they're canceling their their postpone. They're they've canceled everything for at least a month. Well, we'll see what happens. They should honestly just go like right to the playoffs, or like play like. The, yeah, they, the NHL and NBA should just go right to the playoffs. They have they have eighteen more regular season games. Like, let's yeah, see. Yeah, the, the the playoffs right now are probably going to be what they are, even with the eighteen, even if they play the eighteen games. Frank, in the Western Conference, like the Grizzlies are thirty-two and thirty-three, they're the eighth seed. The Trailblazers are twenty-nine and thirty-seven. Like they're technically they're three and a half games back, but like the oh the Pelicans dropped though. The Pelicans are eight games under five hundred now. That's a team though who I would like to see like a race to see if the Pelicans could get back into it because they're only three and a half out. So I guess I would like to see that finish. I guess that's what they're kind of hoping. At, yeah, but it it doesn't matter. I it, it's it's almost like it's highly unlikely that. That they would be able to make up that ground, the Timberwolves would. I mean, not Timberwolves. The Trailblazers would have a chance if if Damian Lillard was a hundred percent, but he hasn't been a hundred percent in a while. Here's yeah. Here's what I don't understand though. Like in the East, the Nets are thirty and thirty four, and they're the seven seed. And like they, why would you fire your coach? Like unless Katie and and Kyrie just they had to sign off on it. Obviously, like, no, they, they were the ones that wanted him fired. They must have, but, like, why didn't they like him? That's my question. God only knows. Who do they want? Like, who do they want the next Well, to... we'll find out who they want when they hire him. You know who I think they should offer to? I think they should offer to Patrick <laughs> Ewing. I think Patrick Ewing would be a good fit. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the, which important end up in uh, New York with the Knicks. Kenny Axelson? Yeah. Yeah, sign me up for that. I would, I would take either him, Mark Jackson, or Jeff Van Gundy, and like they're, I'm sure they're. Gonna and I think Mark Brooklyn. Jackson might end up with Brooklyn. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I think he would make more sense than Jeff Van Gundy, honestly. So, yeah, and then uh, the eight seed though is the Magic, who are thirty and thirty-five, and they have a five and a half game lead on the lowly Washington Wizards. Like the, East no, you see that, that, that yeah. they're probably going to stay like that the rest of the way. So it's, it's so you just go to the, you just go straight to the playoffs. That's it. The NHL would have been a lot more interesting, even though there's there's only like uh, most teams had like twelve games left. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Frank, the, obviously the New York Rangers are killing it right now, and they're two points out of a playoff spot. But, oh uh, well, they get screwed. They're only a point behind the Islanders now, too. The but, Rangers, though, with Frank with Zabenajad, like. <clears throat> They are a lot of fun to watch. Right I now. just want to see. I just want to see them get back to the playing. That's all I want right now. Yeah. Of course, the Devils' season is. And they played better as of late. The Devils. They have, and you know what? They're not even that bad. They're twenty-eight and twenty-nine, and they're. Well, they were so bad two. early in the season when they had John Hines and uh, and oh, Taylor God. Hall. By the way, have you noticed that Taylor Hall? What a fucking anchor. You know, when the Coyotes traded for him, they were in first place in the Pacific Division. And since the uh, trade, they were one of the worst teams in the Western Conference. Jeez. Well, Frank, you know, uh, that kind of reminds me when the Mets traded Carlos Beltran to the San Francisco Giants. When, like, they were in a playoff spot and they wound up not even making the playoffs. And rented him and traded Zach Wheeler, their top prospect. for. for... And the Devils get the uh, Coyotes pick, too, unless it's, like, in the top three or something like that. Yeah, no, they, they did well with that. They did well with that. And, and you know, Taylor Hall was kind of, you know, you thought he was like a young player and a cornerstone for the franchise, but it just didn't work out. And He's just like, a, he's a bad guy from my hair. He's just like, he's like a cancer in the locker room. He, the, the, everywhere he's gone, he's like, he just never meshes well with his team. Is that like a known fact? Like, do his teammates not get it's starting. It's starting to become that. That's his reputation, at least, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, he's got a bad reputation. Yeah, well, I hope we just I hope we get to see some playoffs. Like, I mean, this this sucks. 
It does suck. It does. Um, Just Josh wants to know, will Frank please get back on his diet? He's like, I love the guy, but I don't approve of his eating. I mean, it's hard. Also, Frank, you also got to take into account, too, like, you do you do the food reviews, too. So, like, yeah. you're a man of the people. I mean, it's, it's hard. I, I just don't get enough help. Here's a good one, Frank. Joseph Magliocco wants to know if the Mets win a shortened season World Series, does it still count? What was that? If the Mets win a shortened season World Series, does it still count? Yes. I say, I say, fuck yes. That's a dumb question. Devils won the Stanley Cup in 1995. It doesn't count any less to me. Well, who won the World Series in 1995? It was the Braves, and that's yes. Like, that counts. Well, the one year you really want to say has an asterisk is 81. They played 144 games in 95. That's a lot. So it was a shortened season, but it wasn't that shortened. Still, we don't know how many. We're no, it would have made no play. difference. It made no difference. It made no difference. The Indians, the Indians actually won 100 games, even though they only played 144 games. The Indians and Braves were the two best teams all season long. 18 games would not have made any difference. Yeah, it really does not matter. It's like it's just irrelevant. 81 was 81 was the year that was fucked up. Yeah, like as long as they play like 140 games, which like they in play. 1981, they, the season there was a two month strike. They decided to play what they called a split season. So every team that was in first place at the time to strike was the first half champion. Yeah. And then they had any team that finished first place after the strike was the second half champion. And the two division winners played each other in the playoffs in each division. And what you had was in the American League East, the Yankees played the Brewers. The A's played the Royals. The, the uh, Phillies played the Expos. And the Dodgers played the Astros. Now, these are the winners of each division's half season. But the Reds had a better overall record. The best record in baseball was the Reds overall. But they didn't finish first place in the first half or the second half. And they didn't get to the playoffs. Jeez. The Cardinals had a better record than the than the uh, Expos or Phillies. They didn't get to the playoffs. I think like the Tigers had like a better record than the Yankees uh, and Brewers, and they didn't get to the playoffs. Nineteen eighty one. That's when the Dodgers and the Yankees played in the World yeah. Series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that Dave Winfield's first year on the Yankees? Yes, Mr. May. Yeah, Mr. May. Well, he didn't. Uh, he went like one for fifty in the World Se- in the uh, World Series, and uh, and uh, Steinbrenner said they had, they had called him Mr. May because of it. <laughs> Roasted. <clears throat> so that's where that name came from, Mr. Steinbrenner. Uh, Steinbrenner called him Mr. May. Mr. May. That's funny. Mike at Weenus Spider. Frank wants to know now if uh, you know you're you now you are about to have some newly found t- free time, you know, to work on like. Doing stuff in your life, you know, with sports gone, like he said, it would be a great time to get into reading or playing video games. Or he, well, he, said, he said, you I should put yourself out there in the dating world. What do you think about that? I don't have a video game system. If you were gonna get one, which one would you get? Uh, I don't know, PlayStation, I guess. Well, you, uh, Frank, remember you did the Barstool Gaming with Smitty and you played Madden with him? Yes, and that was a disaster. I sucked at it. Yeah, and you were screaming about the controller being fucked up. Well, there's too many buttons on it. The last time I had a video game system was the Nintendo One. Quick, we should get you like an old school system. Like, there's, I mean, now they have Nintendo Switch, which is like you can play all the classic Nintendo. I mean, the yeah, the, the, the I'm talking about the original Nintendo. There were uh, there was a a, a an up down pad and four buttons. That was it. Would you consider playing get start playing video games if you got like a classic system? I don't know, I maybe. Did you ever used to play the Sonic the Hedgehog games? No, I never had I never played Sonic once. Those are so fun. I grew up on that. Oh, I grew up on uh, Mario Brothers. 
Me too, me too. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't even say I grew up on Mario Brothers. I grew up on fucking Atari and in television. Yeah. Pac-Man. Night Stalker. Burger Time. You want to know what Burger Time was? You love Burger Time. Burger Time, you're a chef. You're going through these levels. You have to make hamburgers. And every time you like, you have to walk across the uh, platform and lower the burger, the bun down. And then you lo- walk across the panel, you lower down the hamburger. And meanwhile, you're being chased by an egg, a pickle, and a hot dog. Jeez. And to beat the, the to beat these uh these uh, things that are uh, chasing you, you have to throw pepper in their face. And then they start sneezing, and then you can get past them. And then you can make the uh the meat and the uh the uh, lettuce and the uh, t- tomato and the bun and the hamburger fall on top of them. Oh my god! And it would make this noise like, and then there was Night Stalker. And Night Stalker, you are uh, you get you walking around, and ghosts, bats, and uh, robots are chasing you. <laughs> Frank, would would you uh, do you ever enjoy like reading books or no? Not really. I got Audible, and I'll listen to Audible while I'm working on things every now and then. You should uh. Audible now, can you pick? Like, <laughs> yeah, you could pick books. anything on Audible. You should start, you should use the Game of Thrones books. I feel like you'd like those, maybe. And like, that's not totally identical to the show. And like, well, what I actually do is the Star Wars uh, extended universe, things like that. Did you read the book where Chewbacca died? No, there's a book of like the you know, there's, there's a bunch of books written in the 90s after, uh, yeah, that's no longer canon. What do you mean? If it's uh, Disney, uh, when they brought Star Wars, threw out a whole bunch of the old extended universe stuff and call it no longer canon. And say that this book is canon, this book is canon, that book is canon. What does that mean, canon? That means it's a uh, one of the stories that's uh, part of the official Star Wars lore. Oh, so it's not. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they had left Chewie on like an exploding planet or like that he like died on an exploding planet. Well, of course he was in star Wars nine. So that now officially means it's not a canon. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're uh, right. there was one that's, that's not officially canon yet, but I consider it, but I liked it so much. I think it should be. It's called, uh, Dart Plagueis. Yeah. Wasn't that, uh, um, uh, the Sith, uh, wasn't it Palpatine's? Yes, yeah, this is this is uh, about uh, Darth, about how uh, Sidious became trained. The Emperor became trained. Yeah, and didn't he kill Plagueis? Yeah, that's what eventually that's what this book is about. So, did you? Are you reading that? Uh, no, I've done it. I've done it on uh, Audible. Give us a little review. What did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was good. And I mean. Like- uh, Basically, uh, basically, uh, Chief Palpatine was uh, born on uh, Naboo. His parents were uh, noblemen, but they didn't like him. His parents uh, could have had power, but they didn't go for power. They didn't want power, which pissed off uh, Chief because he thought his parents should have wanted more. So he wanted to go out and uh, be more aggressive, and he didn't like how his parents were not aggressive. And he eventually uh, killed his father and mother. That's lovely. So he basically killed his parents. And they were afraid of him. Yes, they didn't know what he did. Yes, he had like these powers. And then he uh, met uh, Darth Plagueis, who was uh, disguised himself as like this, like head of the banking clans. Did Plagueis come to him? Yeah, they met each other. Well, like, did he, did Plagueis, like, sense Palpatine? Probably, right? Yeah, a little bit of that. And that they, and that they were trying to, like, do different things for the, uh, the dark side over all this time. And one of the things they did might have triggered, uh, the birth of Anakin. What was that? That they, like, uh... <clears throat> they felt something, a pull to the force somewhere that they tried to, like, pull the force to the dark side. And when they did, they felt like a disturbance out of uh, out of uh, Tatooine, but they didn't know what it was. Ah. Uh, that's interesting. When did that book come out? 
probably about 10 years ago. That's a cool story. <laughs> I, I might look into that. I watched some, I watched some YouTube videos about Darth Plagueis. Um, when Palpatine and Anakin were sitting down together in Revenge of the Sith yeah. at that opera, and that's fully when Palpatine turned him because he goes, yeah, he goes, you can save her. Like Darth, he was talking about Darth Plagueis and he was like, yeah, he taught me how to live forever or whatever, like, and save the ones who I love, like, blah, blah, like, yeah. Anakin, Anakin was a fucking idiot. He really was. He was a moron. He was. He literally was all, he only, the Jedi literally <laughs> specifically taught you not to act solely off your emotions, and that's all he did. He was so irrational. Well, but, I finally got through uh, watching, uh, what you call? Finally got to watch all the uh, the Clone Wars and just in time for the new season. What'd you think? Eh, some shows are good, some are not. I mean, I, I, I it was it was a chore really getting past the first season. Why was that? The first season sucked. Was this is this the one where they have the female apprentice? Yes. And that, isn't that on Netflix? It's on Disney Plus now. Is it good? Like, is that series good? Like, people, some it people got good. It. it got good. It was kind of dumb in the beginning. I was like, this yeah, is like the first baby. season. The first season was terrible, and then it got better. So, do you recommend that I just start on the second season, or uh, you might want to watch the first season because towards the end it starts getting better. There's like a arc where they have like uh, Boba Fett tries to kill uh, Mace Windu. You mean Jack? Oh wait, the kid. Yeah. So this is after Attack of the Clones then, right? Yes. And before Revenge of the Sith? Yes. And Anakin has an apprentice, but like they never talked about that. Uh, only on the cartoons. Yeah. But what happened is that they explain in, uh, in the cartoons what happened to her. What did happen to her? She got accused of doing something. And when she got cleared, she said that, screw this, I'm leaving the Jedi Order. Huh. And that was like uh, season six, uh, or was it season five? It was probably they accused her of having sex, and they're not Jedi's. No, they accused her of killing somebody. And that, that, that she tried to, like, uh, sabotage something that she was, and they found out that it wasn't her. And after she got cleared, she didn't want to be part of the Jedi Unworld anymore when she left. But did you watch Rebels? No, I haven't. She later was. She actually reappeared in Rebels. You a fan of her, Frank? She was. She actually got good as after a while. She found. I guess they found a, found a way to make her better. Uh huh. But, so, le- the last question of Ask the Tank before we wrap things up because we're pretty much out of time. Um, Fear the Bird wants to know what NHL arenas has Frank been to. What are his top five he wants to visit? <laughs> well, I've only been to I've been to three. I have I've I've not been to any other NHL arenas, but I've been to three. I've been to Madison Square Garden once. I've been to uh, the Nazal Mausoleum, and I've been I I actually been to four. Been to four. I've also been to Continental Airlines Arena, but that's no longer active. And I was at the concert, and I was at the Nassau Mausoleum before the uh, the renovation. Never been to Barclays Center. I've been to, of course, the Prudential Center tons of times. But, uh, yeah, I was at the, I went to a couple of hot devil, I went to the Devil's Games at the Meadowlands, so. And I went to uh, the Garden and the, uh, so the four local arenas. Haven't been to any other ones. Wait, wait, where wait, else would you, I, where else would been, I like to go? Have you been to D.C.? No. That's somewhere you maybe want to think about going. Uh, where would I want to see a hockey game? A lot of the great arenas are all gone, but I think it would be an experience to go watch hockey in Canada. So all the places I would want to go are north of the, the border, and that would be uh, Montreal, Toronto. I'd love to see a game in uh, Edmonton, Calgary, all anywhere in Canada. I'd, I'd love to do a Canadian Olympic, a Canadian hockey tour. Because I don't think there's anything special about the American hockey experience. But if you go to, like, Canada, where hockey is more revered, 
I think those will truly be the places I would really want to go see hockey. That's awesome. Yeah, that's you should go especially, to especially especially Toronto. Have you ever been? You never been to Canada? Never, not been to Canada. Well, that'd be a hell of an experience, Frank. And yeah, yeah. I mean that. I think I think I think going to the doing the Canadian Olympic tour, a hockey tour, would be great. If you had, you could pick one person to go on that trip with you. Who would you take? Uh, I'm not sure. You wouldn't want Abe to go with you. Maybe Abe. Yeah, that might be a good one. Yeah, I feel like you guys would would have a good time together. You'd go on some nice adventures and <laughs> get into a lot. But uh, Frank, it was, a, it was a pleasure. Obviously, uh, this is our second show in a week, and uh, you know we'll be recording again on Wednesday, and we'll try and do some. Yeah, more we'll try to figure out more stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, but there really is because there's just a ton of nonstop news and updates and everything and CDC and blah, blah, de blah. Hopefully, you know. hopefully we'll know more. Hopefully my cold will be a little bit gone by then. And I know, I know I'm not going to go in tomorrow because I know it's it's probably best not to go in. My nose is running. My cough, I got a cough. And like I said, if you cough right now, you're probably going to have people running out like, uh, like, uh, like the fucking zombie apocalypse is starting. Yeah, no, for sure. They basically have already been acting like that. So, Frank, take us away with a little song, please. Uh, when will this misery end? Will this misery end? Suffering. It is what we do. This is never gonna end. Suffering Thanks to the media Nothing's on it all anymore What is it good for? Absolutely nothing Say it again War 